Hello, whatever I decided to say for my last one, because we'll pretend that I'm going to stick to something and be consistent. So, anyway, um, I know I said I would talk about the union address, but it just wasn't that interesting to me, and I didn't feel like touching on it, so I didn't, and that's why I'm making this instead, because this is a topic that I find more interesting to talk about. So, anyway, U.S. is in... A lot of debts. In fact, that debt is probably around 31 to, is around 31 to 32 trillion. In between, depending on how you care to round, and it's more than more than quadrupled. Um, I don't know the word for five times, but that I'm pretty sure it's done that in my own lifetime. Which, you know, by the title of the podcast, isn't a whole lot. But anyway. And the U.S. doesn't seem to be very good at money. You know, I like it how the IRS will throw you in prison when you're a year or two, when you're a couple dollars off on your taxes, but the government spends almost a trillion dollars, over a trillion dollars in money that it doesn't have, and we just kind of keep going with that. Like, that that's not a very financially stable market. And every time we reach that invisible debt ceiling that we pretend we're actually going to hold ourselves, like somebody just set the New Year's resolution to go to the gym. Yeah, if we actually cared, we'd try to not reach it. But instead, the fact is that if we do actually hit it, we're pretty much going to crash the economy and probably see something on the likes of the Great Depression. So that wouldn't be a very good thing. So, let's think of some more possible and reasonable ideas of how to stop the United States' out-of-control spending. So, to actually look at the U.S.'s current deficit, according to the Treasury, it is at a whopping $1.38 trillion. And the United States has been in deficit spending since 2001, meaning that you can now drink alcohol if you were born in the time the United States had a deficit spending. Take that as you will, but that's not quite great for money management, and granted, we are on the down since it has reached its, or has gone down from its peak in 2020, where it was at nearly $3 trillion, which, good job, we've technically slashed it into a third, but that's not saying much since considering pre-COVID, the only time higher would have been 2009, or around 2009-2010, where we were just slightly edging it out. So, now that we know just how much we're in, let's look at some ways of getting out of it. Which, let's just say, as some politicians have promised they want to stop that without raising taxes, I'm going to say, that's almost certainly not going to happen. Now, I'm just saying right up front, my proposed ideas probably aren't going to actually do anything, because I'm some kid screaming into his phone, not the representative or a senator who can actually make a difference yet, because, well, kids aren't exactly the easiest at selling an idea. Let's just say that. But now that we get into ideas, let's just say, let's start with the big, no raising taxes, no anything like that. Let's just find some money there, find some there, 
Well, just to look at... Let's look at where the U.S. spends a lot of its money. The Department of Defense. Well, if we were to cut the entire Department of Defense budget, let's say, just strand all of our soldiers without any more housing, any more food, any of that, just kind of cut them all dry, well, all of the funding we spend this year is only $797 billion, according to the House Appropriations Committee, which is still about $500 billion short. Yeah, that's not a very reasonable idea of what we're going to do. I mean, it would probably be a good start to cut the Department of Defense budget just a little bit. Maybe something like that. But then again, that would be a bit difficult. But yeah, again, we'd still be nearly $500 billion short just cutting the DOD's budget. So, clearly, we've got a long way to go if we want to do this. So, in order to just go on our absolutely no taxes, n nothing like that, no increases, where is the United States going to get its other $500 billion? I mean, we could start cutting welfare, we could start just leaving the poor to die, I guess? Maybe throw some more toll roads... Something like that. Maybe that'll solve all our problems, but... Yeah, that's not really a good way of doing that, because that would leave the United States completely devoid of military in a time where that's probably not the most reasonable idea. As well as just having to cut welfare on top of that, or, I don't know, any other programs. There aren't a whole lot of $500 billion that we can come across in the United States. So, you know, not quite the easiest fix in order to get this. Now, let's look into the unpopular solution that pretty much no representatives are gonna, or senators are gonna actually want to do because this will hurt their chance of winning in an upcoming election. Raising taxes. Now, it's not going to be a slight tax increase, and just an outright tax increase would probably be pretty unpopular. But where could that money come from? Where could they find extra money in a place that, let's just say, has been a topic for some organizations to look for, but not quite the most popular organizations? And, of course, I'm talking about any communist government's nightmare. Religion. What if we tax the churches? I mean... We currently don't tax them now, so it seems like a pretty easy way of... Well, it might offend some people. I feel like a lot of people, especially if you're a leftist politician, wouldn't care too much and would actually agree with the idea of taxing churches. So, now that we're on our path of... We've slashed the military budget, so we need $500 billion to come from. So, now that we add the churches on top of that, let's just look at a good number for that. To quote the Tax Foundation, according to Giving USA, religious organizations received $128.2 billion in contributions in 2019, meaning to tax 100% of the money churches got in 2019, we'd only add about $128 billion. Which, while it is a pretty significant amount, that would be a 100% tax rate on churches, uh, not accounting for any sort of other things like handouts, 
or donations that get counted as tax write-offs or paying for the church to actually operate. So, we add that number of destroying churches as well as destroying our military. Let's see, we've got... Eight hundred billion to round to one hundred thirty billion, just to make things easier. Because when you're working with billions in the hundreds, one billion doesn't seem like that much. So one hundred thirty billion to hundred eight hundred billion, we got nine hundred thirty billion. Meaning we still need about four tri billion dollars to round a little bit there. That's not a great start. So. Where, where else could we actually look? We have just destroyed the United States military, destroyed churches across America, probably started a, a religious m protest across the country. Actually, no, we've pretty much just hated right-wing for everything. The right-wing hates us at this point. This would not be a good government structure if you were trying to be bipartisan. So, in order to appease them even less. Let's look at the next step. Police. So, how much does the federal government spend on police? Short answer, absolutely nothing. The federal government doesn't handle police. That's a state and local job. So, you know, we can't really do that and save the federal government money. But because we are already pulling at hypothetical strings, let's say... This is essentially the idea of selling your couch to pay for your rent, and then looking under that couch to see if you had any spare change, realizing you didn't, and then selling the door. So, yeah, you're kind of out of ideas, and on top of that, you're also probably stealing your neighbor's door. But the federal government spends nothing. State and local governments spend $129 billion on police funding, according to Urban.org. Meaning that we're still only about $250 billion away. Man, the government spends a lot of money that it does not have. We have just ruined the United States military. We have gotten rid of church tax ex exemption. And we have essentially just made the most anarcho-capitalist... Actually, no, this isn't anarcho-capitalists, because we're taxing people. The anarchists have run the government now. We have gone full anarchy with a lot of taxes. So, now, with anarchy, where do we find the rest of our money? Like I gave the analogy everywhere, we've already sold everything in our little apartment. Well, except maybe things to pay for homeless people, or anything else, but... We're kind of already all over the place here. So, in order to appease right-wingers, let's... Because we've already... We haven't been exactly right-wing leaning in this uh, analogy or ideal. Kind of the opposite. I've defunded the police, defunded the military, defu pretty much ruined religion in or any organized fashion. So, you know, let's cut the welfare on top of that. So... Here's the thing about welfare. If you've ever looked at a graph of how much the U.S. spends on anything, you'll probably see that it's primarily welfare. In fact, they spend $1 trillion on welfare. So, there we go. We can probably get $250 billion from that. 
Therefore, we have solved all of the United States money problems. We have gotten rid of all police, we've gotten rid of organized religion, we've gotten rid of the military, and we've cut welfare spending by a quarter. Or, you know, we could just completely get rid of welfare, and then we'd only have to, like, get rid of churches and the police. And then maybe, I don't know, a couple military cuts. So that way we can keep bombing the Middle East. And, yeah. You're welcome to anybody who may be in politics solving this issue. I've just done everything for you. A, a child in the room, on their phone. No need to thank me. No need to send me a generous grant from all the money that the United States now has. Because I've just solved all the money issues. Except, you know, you might think about it and realize, none of those sound reasonable in the slightest. And you would be absolutely correct, because the U.S. is in so much deficit spending, it's hard to even imagine. One trillion dollars. One trillion dollars. Just, how much money is that? That's more than most you or me will see in your entire life. That's if you were to make a million dollars a year, you still wouldn't even see that in the average lifetime. You wouldn't even see a quarter. You wouldn't even see a fraction enough to appear on a pie graph. Yeah, that that's just how much money one trillion dollars is. And then we're still leaving it out another 3.8 trillion dollars on top of that. So 380 million. So, if we were to go back to making a million a year, you wouldn't even see that. You wouldn't even see half. You would barely see a fourth of that money. The money I'm just leaving out because 1.38 trillion is too much to say, and it's 1 trillion, 380 isn't much of a difference. Yeah, the U.S. isn't exactly great with money, just to summarize everything I've said in this. Just to summarize the fact that if the government actually wants to do something that doesn't involve co complete collapse of when we eventually default on our debt, causing the entire economy to collapse and probably a Great Depression across the globe, as the leading superpower across the world just crashes. I mean, there is always the other solution of we coo ourselves and hope everybody thinks that the new government doesn't have to pay them their money back. I mean... We got Trump. He could do it. Maybe he tried during the 6th, or he didn't, depending on whichever way the stupid committee that's looking into him for, like, the 10th time decides to go. Maybe he'll do it. Maybe we give this guy power, have him coup the government. That'll appease the left or the right-wingers after I defunded pretty much everything of conservative value. I don't know. Maybe that'll appease them. That, that's how we get bipartisan support on this. We cut all the military, we cut all the police, we cut churches from existence. God might not be happy with that one. But then we have Trump coup the government so that we don't have to pay debt. And I think we have just solved the United States financial problem without raising taxes on anyone except for churches. So, you're welcome, America. Have a good day.